Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Alright, T-Raw's driving somewhere all the way up to Fresno. Have no idea. Maybe he's listening. Maybe he's not. I could see him also sitting in a car in complete silence. Beto Duran in the house. Beto, what's going on, brother? Uh, what's happening? Fresno, why? What did he do wrong? All right, he, exactly. I, I, I'm with you on that. The guy has his son, Michael, has, I think, 13 baseball games in three Oh, okay, days. okay. If he's playing, it's for the kids, it's okay. I understand it, that. It's for the kids. It's for the I kids. Don't know how the they, kids. I don't know how they do this, by the way. I think he was telling me it's going to be, you know, over 100, whatever it's going to be. Mm-hmm. How many how many games could these kids play in the course of uh, in the course of three days? I'm not kidding. I think he has like five games in so three days. Gonna, no, no, no. Yeah, he'll do uh, two a day, mm-hmm. and they play seven inning games. And he's probably going for a showcase because right now it's not high school season; it's club season. So he'll go for a showcase. Uh, let's see, he'll play two games, and then if I it's a showcase, got... he might be doing a workout kind of thing. So yeah, I would say Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, five games. I know Sunday he's got one game in the morning, then they got to drive back down. But uh, that doesn't sound like the uh, most exciting weekend. But like you oh, said, oh, kid, it's fun, man. Yeah, yeah. It, okay, for the, for the parents too, it's good. Oh man, let me tell you this, T. Raj. Yeah. After hanging out with him at the U.S. Open, he and his lovely bride. <laughs> oh, we do it right. Look, when you're a sports parent, Alan, mm-hmm. you understand this. You get the cooler. Simple as that. You saw me at the softball game. Was the cooler ready? It was ready last year. It, it, it's you when you're a sports parent, and I was talking with the Mrs. Uh, Rogers. And their daughter used to play soccer. My daughter mm-hmm. plays soccer right now. So we, you got to have the big cooler that you keep in the truck, the Silverado, of course, that has everything, mm-hmm. and then you keep the smaller one that you take with you to the field. You know, there's it's, there's a whole system. It's cool. You complain a little bit, but then when once it's done, you're like, damn it, because like my son okay. was through the basketball world, but he's not doing it anymore because he graduated. So it's like. Now what am I doing this weekend? So you have a bunch of parents out there who come weekend like, hey, uh, is your kid playing? Can I go watch? Because you have the easy up. You have the chairs. Mm-hmm. It's an investment, man. Okay, Alan, you say, I can't imagine doing that. There's some people who say, I can't imagine going to summer league and watching guys I've never seen before. Oh, no, that's heard true. Of, right? I'm, I'm with you on that. You're all yep. about and, and being in Vegas in 120, just walking around there? Nah. Okay, man. so so let me, let me first, I'm going to promote this for 1045 because, Beto, you brought it up. And I had already tweeted that I just I got so many cooler questions myself. I got so many kind of, you know, tailgating questions myself. So I'm going to I'm going to leave this. I'll leave this to our listeners out there. We're going to do an ask Beto slash ask Lee, but probably more ask Beto. And I've already put out the tweet. Some of the responses I'm already getting are fantastic. So keep them coming. We'll do that at 1045. It feels like a Friday on Twitter. Okay, so you you mentioned something. You said the uh, – it's funny that you said Summer League. Last night was the NBA draft. Where – where I I can't get up for the draft. I just Come can't. on. I'm, I'm telling you, I can't. Like, I – Lakers had two picks yesterday. You're 17. Alan Sliwa, host of everything Lakers on the station. I get it. And last night was some people absolutely lo- – I guess when the Lakers had those number two picks, they had a number – I think they took Randall at seven. Okay, you got excited for that. But I spent the last week saying I think the Lakers are going to trade the picks, and then they went and selected Man. at number seventeen and number four. Are All you right. are you are you a big draft guy? You just wasted my week. 
This Are you a big draft guy? Because, and Emily will tell you this, when she asked me if I could fill in this week, mm-hmm. I wrote back, who am I working with? She said, Allen. I said, perfect. I'm not talking about the Lakers. On purpose, just to be a jerk, because I figured you'd want to only talk about the Lakers. She's That's like, awesome. oh, well, it's the day after the draft. We're going to talk some Lakers. I'm like, no, I don't want to. <laughs> I was just being a punk to Emily, who's super nice, by the way. Uh, I don't know her, but she's super nice, very professional. And I'm, I'm over here, I, I'm... Went into oh, don't Ber- tell me. I went don't to Bergman's bro- office and we don't talked tell me you about broke the- it down. We oh, got man. spreadsheets. I, I subscribed to Baller <laughs> TV. I got all kinds of stuff. I got analytics. I got uh, everything. Eye in the sky. What do you need to know about uh, our boy Fino? What do we got? Well, let, let me tell you something. And all that you're, for nothing? You're going to be breaking that. No, it's not for nothing because you might be teaching me some stuff. No, about no. The- I, I'm good at forgetting things, man. Let's, let's talk about uh, Rookie. How's Rookie doing? Oh, uh, Rookie's good. <laughs> rookie's good. Yeah, no, he's. He's enjoying the good life. Damn it. Um, I, I pride myself of walking in and not knowing anything. And now I go and do research. This is what happens when you prepare. There's no need for this. Well, listen. We're only four minutes into the show, bro. I'm done. A, a lot of people. This, this is the one thing How I don't How are you get. not into the draft, Alan? Like, I'll tell this you. This is what you live for. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm explaining to you. Especially this season when your San Diego yes. State Aztecs went so far. You paid attention a little bit. Nah, okay. he only paid attention to San Diego State. He okay, so let, let me let me give you guys and two a good, games. Let me give you guys a good a good reason why. I don't know who the hell any of these players are. That's it. There's no other reason. If I was more into, I'm not a college basketball per se. You're like just I'm not so locked into the NBA, huh? Well, N- NBA, I just naturally, naturally love. Okay, so I, I got the the finished product, or I got the product of the NBA players. But a lot of these, maybe this is a college basketball thing where at one point it, it, it was exciting. At one point, I really did care about March Madness. Listen, if your team goes, of course you're going to get excited about man, it. You're but, going old, man. You're going also, Travis on me. So many man, guys, guys should stay three years. No, no, actually, that, that stuff I don't care about. I just. No, but Beto, that's it. Are, we don't know them anymore. But Beto, are you watching a lot of college games in February? Are yeah, you watching actually, college I games do. in January? You yeah, are? I'm a degenerate. I'm gambling on everything. That's actually bro. impressive. <laughs> I'm <laughs> impressed with that. Let me tell you about Drew Timmy, bro. <laughs> Let me tell you who did not get drafted, and I told everybody he wouldn't be. Also, um, yeah, I mean, I, I just pay attention to a bunch because I don't have a job, so I just pay attention to a bunch of random <laughs> stuff. So the dude who's a steal is the guy going to Golden State. Um, yeah, a lot of people are talking about him. The, Brandon Pajinski. The 50-something? No, that one? no, no, no. Brandon, Earlier? He went the 19th pick to, uh, to Golden State. Brandon yeah, Pajinski <laughs> from Santa Clara. Okay. Yeah, that that dude. And shout out to my boy Jason Ludwig, one of the assistant coaches at Santa Clara who put me on him. Uh, your boy, uh, going to the Lakers. Come on, Maxwell, Lewis, we're good. Pepperdine, everything's fine at the Dine. Well, he and and again, I, and I from I'm Vegas not, with the Arizona Compass. I'm not going to. Uh, come on, Slee. So look, so Beto, they make two picks here. They got 17. They got 40. Yep. Um, Jalen Hood Shafino is the first pick. Maxwell Lewis comes at forty. Lakers, I think, paid four million yesterday yeah. to the Pacers to move up from forty-seven to forty. Maxwell's a nice move at that spot right there, and just call him Fino. That's all you need to call him. By the way, that's how great of a nickname is that, yeah. Fino? I saw that yesterday too. I'm like, yeah, that works. I don't think anybody's gonna have any problem with that. But I'll, I'll, at least I'll he didn't go- look ridiculous as opposed to uh, some other people out there. No, nah, those fits were nice. Night. Grady Dix, uh, uh, so good. So good? Yes. He looked like the Ruby Slipper from Wizard of Oz. He's from Kansas. What do you expect? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. You're going to go to the draft. Get someone, get a designer. That's why he had the red from Kansas. That's true. You got me there. You got me there. Yeah, if he went to Virginia. Oh, that's a great jacket. No, I wouldn't have said that. Also, no Virginians got drafted, okay. so good. Beto, you can't 
truly look at that photo and say he doesn't look absolutely ridiculous. No, it is fantastic. It, I love it because he also had the sequin jacket. You know, that's Elton John Dodger Stadium esque. Yeah, right there. actually, that, that's, there. And that's also, a good comp there. Look, you got to know he's he's a different kind of guy. He's from Kansas. He his brothers played basketball too. His dad used to make him shoot in the dark of Kansas. You know that typical Midwest attitude. Well, if you could shoot anywhere here, you could shoot anywhere in the world, right? So the dad would make him work out in pitch black, and he was knocking down buckets. So that's All the right, kid. So, so a buffalo. Those... Back to that kid. Okay, wait, real quick. So you know for what those... the acronym stands for, right? So for those who don't know, oh, we're going. I'm on a roll right now. Great, Grady Dick got drafted by the Raptors. Go, go, just put his, <laughs> go put his name You've into Google and go it. see that photo. There is something Emily and I were talking about this this morning. I, listen, I, I, I don't know who he is. Oh, I knew who he was by the time yesterday was over. <laughs> so if you're looking for some attention, damn, that that gets the job done. Exactly. You got. But he still looks ridiculous. No, he looked fantastic. He he looked like he was ready for the Mandy's. He looked what Cappy was trying to pull off, man. I mean, John was pretty close to the sequined uh, purple jacket. Oh, John knows, yeah. man. Yeah. yeah. But your boy, Jalen Hood, Shafino, all right? The mom mm-hmm. gave him the nickname Fino, and it, and that's the chain that he was wearing, too. And it says, failure is no option. So everybody just calls him Ooh. Fino. So when you go next year, when you're talking about, oh, just call him Fino. It's not Shafino. Everybody in the circuit calls him Fino. I- I like him that much more now. Oh, I didn't is. know that. That yeah. actually, that I I really like that saying right there. Um, Mom's a okay, baller too, man. Okay, so here's. Were you surprised yesterday? Because I I I'll say this: the Lakers are in a they're in an interesting spot, right? They they don't have to. I was hoping that they made a move before the draft, and I was hoping that they got just some more talent. They yeah. didn't do it. They didn't do it. But I, I'm I'm also. I want to give benefit of the doubt to the front office. By the way, Rob Palenka coming on with Mason in Ireland at 2.15 today, so make sure you tune in for that. Um, but, Beto, they're a team that got to the Western Conference Finals, and you just know – I'm not trying to discredit the roster. I don't think they got enough talent to beat the Denver Nuggets. If you ran it back again, I think Denver's still going to win, and I think this upcoming season teams are obviously chasing the Denver Nuggets. I'm disappointed they didn't make a trade, but I also I, I want to give the front office the benefit of the doubt and kind of sit back and say, all right, well, if you guys didn't feel like there was a good enough trade, then, yeah, go draft number 17 and number 40 and go take your chances as you get to July 1st and as you get a little bit closer to the season starting. Yeah, and I was talking with Sedan about this yesterday on the show. And like, okay, what are you really going to get if you do make that trade? Are you going to be part of that blockbuster one? Because Jan- July 1st, there's new rules, there's new... Uh, money, which is way above my pay grade. I don't know what's going on with that stuff. But I just know that people are trading contracts for a reason to be under yeah. July 1st. But I'm okay with the Lakers not making a bigger move. I'm telling you, Shafino is going to be a good guard for you. He's gonna, he's about 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, he gets after it. He's a good one. And you talk about never having any kind of young players that can mm-hmm. move the ball, that can handle it. He's good mid-range game. Um, is he going to be a huge impact player for you? No, but what number 17 player is, you know? If you're a Laker team right now, you're trying to get there. you got to take advantage of the last few years of LeBron James, but you also got to get some depth for the future. So I see it, I like it, but I'm not surprised that they didn't make that bigger move because what are you really going to do? You know what's weird? I think a lot of – you know how impatient Laker fans <laughs> are, okay? <laughs> you you know how it's – Man, Two years and, and all of a sudden Laker people talk think, uh, with, uh, who's my guy? Um, Jody Meeks was on the team hosting Laker Talk. You haven't lived mm-hmm. since you've done that, baby. 
Well, but this is what what's funny is how impatient Laker fans are. They should be. I f- I felt like last night and this morning, fifty percent of the messages are, "Hey, I'm glad we drafted these guys," which is not common. That's that doesn't that doesn't usually line up with the Lakers. Usually with the Lakers, it's more about and especially right now because. They got to the Western Conference Finals, and they do have a shot next year of yes. making some noise. And the fact that there is this, at least this is my perspective, what any of these dudes are going to be able to do, it's going to take time. And life after LeBron James will eventually come. Maybe it comes mm-hmm. in a year. Maybe it comes in a couple of years. Mm-hmm. I, I I would just assume that the Lakers are just so all in that these picks aren't that important. I didn't feel like that was the vibe from a lot of Laker fans. I think a lot of Laker fans actually wanted to see them draft these guys. Yeah, you got to have a plan for the future, right? And you got to have something there. And Laker fans, like, they get a bad rap for being so many things, but they're also very intelligent, the majority. They know what is going on with their team. They know what they need. You, what was it, a couple of days ago, the rumors of Chris Paul coming to the Lakers, right? Like, okay, mm-hmm. 38-year-old guard? Or do you give me a 21-year-old dude who's going to, you can build around with the young players? Like, because when LeBron does leave, what's going to be left in that cupboard? You got to have something to move forward to. I, I, yeah, it, I mean, you and I both worked a lot of Spectrum TV shows where it mm-hmm. wasn't talking about playoffs. It was like, all right, NBA draft preview. What up, B-more? Helping us out. Geeter, let's go. Like, okay, if these hypothetical, you know, it, I'm glad the Lakers are in the playoffs, and I'm glad the Lakers are in a mix. I'm glad the Lakers are no longer drafting in the lottery. And this is the kind of player that, again, he's not going to be franchise-changing for you, yeah, but you yeah. need those solid players that can do something. I like it. And you well, haven't even but, mentioned that the Mexican got drafted. Come on, man. 13 minutes into the show. Come on, bury the lead. There's a Mexican going to the NBA, bro. There we go. Well, <laughs> Jaime Hawkins. I thought, I thought, UCLA, I thought, you, would, I thought you would start off the show. I thought you'd start off the show well, with that. It's your show, bro. I, I gave I you 13 minutes to just come in here and, and play the music and, <laughs> and throw everything in there. Yeah, so Jaime Hawkins represented Camarillo, the Scorpions. Uh, gets drafted awesome. to Miami, which is a good fit for him. I didn't. Think I was he, just. Uh, I didn't I think was he was going to go that say, high, but yeah, good for him, man. I was just going to say, if there's a, if you're a college player <laughs> and you're looking to go to a team, uh, an organization, you get to go to Miami Dude. right out of. Yeah, that's a uh, that's. And by the way, and I I say that location wise, but also on top of that. One of the best-run organizations in the NBA. Okay, let's do this when we come back. I'll throw out the phone number. You guys want to give any of your thoughts on you take calls what on went down? Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, we do that. Wow. We do that. Why? Yeah. Sometimes we take calls when people are trying to rank the best fries um, of well, so all the QSRs out there. No, no, That's what Twitter's for. There's no need for phone calls. Okay. Hey, hey, but it's your show. Some, go ahead. No, 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 no. If we got some good ones, then we take the calls. All right, 877-710-3776 if you guys got any thoughts on uh, what went down yesterday. And I, w- I want to spend a little time on this window that the Lakers are in because y- you got a team that's trying to compete for an NBA championship and I think, you know, obviously bringing in younger players, how much better did the Lakers get yesterday? How much patience do you have in regards to what Rob Plank will do? We'll do all that coming up next. Beto Duran sitting in for T-Raj. Uh, stay right here. Travis and Sleeva Show, 710 ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. 
You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. All right, T-Raj out, I guess, um, enjoying uh, beautiful Fresno for a couple of days. (laughs) Not Uh, bad. The 559, good taco scene up there. Okay. My boy Mike Oz does good work up there. Beto Duran in the house. so damn hot. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Beto, I got a question for you because we haven't even really talked about this. What you got? Softball game coming up Uh July 14th, I think now is the official date. Mm Mm-hmm. Are we – am I understanding this right? Are you not available? Available? Not available, man. Not available. I will be in – where am I going to be? I'm going to be in uh, Mexico City working a fight. Okay. So I'm not going to be there. I was supposed to be there the week before, but all the divas on the station said, I can't be there. So they changed the mm. date. And, you know, since I'm the most humble one on the station, <clears throat> sure. uh, yep. I'll be out of town. So. You boys like Mexico! Yes, we do, because they pay me in cash, baby. Don't worry about it. Uh, but, yeah, uh, so I'm not going to be there. So what happened? Who are the teams? What's going on? Okay, so is that decision pretty easy when you have to make a decision of doing the All-Star Game Saturday celebrity uh, softball and not getting paid extra for it and going to Mexico City and actually getting paid probably, like you said, in cash? Uh, I have a feeling that that see. decision was easy for you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a contract here. I ain't showing up. <laughs> Come on. Well, man. well. Here, here's what he a, did. I'm um, here not just so I don't get fined, like you know our boy Beast yep. Mode. Yeah, but mm-hmm. no, no, no. I, I gotta work, man. I gotta work sometimes. Okay, so this is kind of the equivalent. What would you have put? Because we're gonna have a draft. And live I'm so on. bummed that I can't be there because it's a great event, man. We're gonna have a draft. We don't know when we're doing it. I don't know all the details, but I know Mason and I are gonna be the captains, and we're gonna do a full draft, and we're gonna do oh. it live. We're going to do it that way. We do kind of a little snake draft action. Okay, so you and Mace have a team. I haven't been keeping up on the softball. What happened? Because last I heard it was Cappy was complaining because he had a team or something like that. I don't, know, I don't quite know. So I, you and you and Mace? Yeah, I guess what happened is um, they made me a captain. They made Mace a captain. Well, yeah, you're the host of the Cap, Cap said Cap wasn't sure which team he was going to join. It sounded like Mace was trying to bring him over. I told Cap, Cap, we got to run it back. We last lost last year, so Cap came over. Sedano went over to Mace, and that's all we have so far with our team. So you got Cappy on your team? We got Cap on my team. Okay. And Sedano's on Mason. And Sedano's on Mason. Damn. So I'm trying who, to kind of. Who can I be a consultant for? Well, that's I what be I was. A special assistant to the GM. That that's kind of what I was. I mean, uh, I like you, but you got Cap. This I was like my Sedano, pitch. but he's got Mace. Can I? <laughs> I'm going to give my pitch here, okay? My pitch is uh, we're 0-1 historically for our <laughs> softball, right? We're 0-1. Uh, 
Now right. I, I'm trying to get I'm trying to get a W here, and I and I I have sort of a game plan of what I'm looking for. You don't have to necessarily. You don't have to be a. I don't want you to think like you have to be a consultant where when you're in Mexico City, I'm reaching out to you and saying, hey, there's two on right now. No, 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 no. I Do just I want, take the I'm pitcher out? Draft. I'm going to help you draft because some okay. of these people are suspect, man. All right, so. And I can find some ringers for you that we can just get in through the waiver deadline. Well, that's what that's what Mason did last year. Yeah. Just brought basically Mariano Rivera in out of nowhere <laughs> on the sales department with Ron Mitchell. So I got to figure out, if you if, if you got the first pick, are you going – are you going with the bat that you can trust in Kirk Morrison, or are you trying to are, are you playing a little bit more defensive minded here and trying to get a pitcher that you think can shut out guys? So you guys are going back and forth, right? We're going back and forth, but if I get the first pick, he gets the next two, and then I get the next two, and we just go that way. I'm gonna say, can you trade and okay. get the next three? Because he's, um, he's gonna want Kirk. See, but that's just hypothetical. We'll talk a different time. Well, and that's going to depend on if I have the first pick or not, yeah, right? Because you got to get your San Diego State guy. I mean, Kirk's a very important. He's a he's right he, now. He's he Wembenyama. He's Wembenyama on the board. Yeah. He, and the question is: Is are you taking no, Brandon Miller or Scoot Henderson? But there's next? no Scoot because I'm gone. So you got to have some. Who, who's the next best person? Well, I, I kind of disagree with that. Oh. I think. Well, oh, let me tell you. Oh, let me tell you why. Oh, let me tell you why. Please tell do why. tell as I walk out the door. Well, let, let me tell you. Because Wembenyama, the drop-off between Wembenyama and Scoot is significant. No, I don't, Scoot's I don't, a baller, bro. He's, he's a, a baller. baller. He is a baller. But uh-huh. I, I saw you closer to Wembenyama than I did Scoot. <laughs> Imagine me sober. Man. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, you're the only guy out there that I saw. The, the cooler conversation that we were just having – a little bit earlier, you basically had a cooler at. You were playing short. I think you were playing short, yeah, right? Yeah, I was short, and I had my Yeti cup with me. Yeah, and but I don't even feel like it was just a Yeti cup. I feel like you had. If you could have had a hibachi out there, you'd have been grilling too. Oh, like it, there it was, was. Yeah. Yeah, you you basically had everything. Yeah, exactly. hammered. That's what you need. That's why. You, yeah. All right. So somebody's got to step up. You got also. You got to find out who you're going to draft. Who's going to be the fun team, mm-hmm. right? Like Clinton. That's not the fun team. That's like yeah. that you're on eggshells team. Yeah, we were stretching like 45 minutes before. There's no um, need to stretch. You can only get hurt doing that. I was eating sunflower seeds. At one point, you said, hey, you've had too many of them. So <laughs> I had to pull. I, yeah, I had too much salt, <laughs> so I had to throw them out. We all had a certain amount of water that we had to drink before we took the field. I mean, it was very it was very Yankees. Did you just drink yeah. water? Yeah, we, we were only allowed to have water. <laughs> <laughs> and we had water. to count, and yeah. we had to, and we had to count our calories leading up yeah, to yeah. the game. Yeah, we all had the app. You guys fasted and all that other stuff before. Yeah. I gave Emily a beer at home plate. Oh yeah, and I drank it. It <laughs> yeah. was very uh, high in percentage yeah. and very thick, but it was I'm, good. Yeah. I'm very happy Yates didn't see that because he would have lost it. Eight you know percent I mean? craft beer I gave her. <laughs> we had tequila in our dugout. Yeah, I believe that. Yeah, yeah. I believe all that. Ramona I believe all. had to stop breastfeeding because she was getting loaded. <laughs> Okay. Oh my goodness, Beto. Here's yeah, my uh, only. Anyway, so what's your dilemma? Here's my only question in the uh, in the final question on the softball stuff. All right. You hit a three-run homer to end the game. Mm-hmm. Okay. Might have been one of the coolest moments that we've had at seven ten. Here's our first celebrity, you know, softball game, and two on Easy you hit a homer. Easy celebrity. <laughs> put that in quotes. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, how do I put that? Like a tier two celebrity. I don't know how to I call it, but it was it was like a round two NBA draft. Um, <laughs> Silver Day show up for that. 
<laughs> Silver Dish. Yep, they, they took it off TV. Remember when uh, Jokic got drafted and it was in the middle of a Taco Bell commercial? Yep, yep, yep. That was kind of what we had going on. Someone but, else got drafted during a Taco Bell commercial this uh, this year, and I was like, well, can't wait for his uh, wonderful career. Well, I don't understand how Joker does not have an endorsement deal with Taco Bell. Like, how is that not how, – how did they not find a way to get a partnership? Yeah, just, um, okay, yeah. this is the only question I have. You guys walked two guys to get you to the plate to hit the three-run homer. What's your view on walking in a softball game? Did they? I don't remember that, but all right. <laughs> they did. They walked multiple times. Really? And yeah, yeah, in the ninth. Yep. That's just wrong. You don't I walk think it was Brady Cates, uh, our salesman of the year's son. Don't think it was Brady else. Cates. Nope. Mark Cates, his dad, Brady. keeps texting me and saying, stop bringing that up. No, Brady walked. Brady was one of the walkers. Yeah, Brady so Brady doesn't work here, right? No, no. Right, he's no. gutless. That's what he is. He should have. He should have swung. No, you don't walk in softball. Even if he worked here, he could be gutless. You know. They're oh all gutless. wow! Look at you. <laughs> I'm not going to pick on coworkers. You are. Every time, Beto. Every time I bring that up to Trev, I'm like, Trev, how did your squad walk? He just says nothing. He just oh, like, wait, starts looking. Travis he was starts ahead looking of me, right? away. No, think, no, no. Trev, Trev yeah. definitely did not walk. He did. But not he was walk. ahead of you. Yeah, but. he was ahead of me. I remember telling Travis, "Hey, end it," because I was already buzzed. So I'm like, just end it. You know, like that scene in Rocky where he's like, I see three of them. Hit the one in the middle. That was me. Hit the one in the middle. <laughs> Maybe we all need to drink more. Yeah, yeah I think the, Travis uh, was on base when you hit the home run. So it was one right. of the three runs of the three-run home run. Uh, It'll be fun, I though. I, it, it's going to be a great event, good setup. And now that fans know what to expect and how yeah, you can time. BYOB and you can hang out in the parking lot and you can hang out with everybody else. It's a cool setup. Like the Tommy and his staff do a great job. In the outfield and bring your chairs, you know, hang out. It, it's a cool setup. I wish I was there. Man, I was just gonna say you the way you just set that up, and then uh, and Beto can't be in the house for this one. Okay. Nah, it's a good uh, Friday night. It's a good Friday night. Get there early too. We come back. I know we didn't do it, but uh, I want to kind of talk about Palenka, the strategy yesterday. We got Ask Beto, Ask Slee coming up at ten forty-five. So make sure to be a part of that. The Dodgers are taking on the Houston Astros. A little bit later today at 11 o'clock, we'll get into what the Houston Astros and that just it, it's kind of still it's still everything seems so fresh. Well, so we'll do all that within the next uh, half hour. Or so stay right here. Travis and Sliwa show 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. All right, Lakers uh, made a couple picks yesterday. Number 17, they took Jalen Hood, Shafino, and uh, Maxwell Lewis at number 40. Rob Palenka is going to join 
uh, the Mason and Ireland show coming up at 2.15, so please, please make sure to be a part of that. Beto Duran sitting in for Travis Rogers. Um, the, the, it's kind of a funny scenario because I mentioned for at least three or four, four days leading up to the draft that I really wanted to see the Lakers try to move these picks and see if they can get more talent. And a lot of different trade scenarios had come up. Names that we've been listening to for the past. Beto, doesn't it feel like Buddy Hield's been a Laker for three years? <laughs> oh, man. Remember they could have drafted him, too? Uh, well, Michael was all about him. Yeah, But Buddy Hield is the guy whose name is in every single Laker trade scenario. Oh, my gosh. And I don't we, were know joking, because, we were joking yesterday. Yeah. I think you could buy a Heald jersey at LA Live. I think there's. I think they still <laughs> they sell a couple there at Crypto. See, but the thing is, uh, is it because it's really out there, or is it because Laker fans' rumors are started because they're really like, oh, we could have had him or something like that, right? Well, I, I think he's been associated with the Lakers. Remember, the Lakers almost made a deal for him before mm-hmm. the Russell Westbrook yep. trade, right? So he's been so associated close. for so long. It feels like everywhere he's been, whether in Sacramento or Indiana, it's just where's he going to end up, that that's not the final destination. But this is what I took from yesterday. I took – I could be disappointed that the Lakers didn't go make a trade, but I, this is – Disappointed, Al? I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Okay. You, you make a case for me why drafting at number 17 and number 40 helps them next year. And I and I I got to be honest with you, Beto. The only thing that I could look at is next year. Like I can't look past that because I don't know. It's the last year of LeBron. It could be LeBron's last year. Um, you know what a rebuild looks like with the Lakers after that. Or is Anthony Davis a part of the future for the next five years? Is he not? Five it's, years. It's really really <laughs> tough. Well, look at his age, right? Like that, <laughs> look that's, at his legs. I know you're right about. Okay, let's say the next three years, okay, four right, years, right, whatever right. you want to call it. Yeah, but. I, I set it up that way because you tell me how everything right now is not supposed to be set up to making one more final potential realistic championship run for up, for uh, for next year. You know, uh, Palenka afterwards when he spoke with the media was talking about how kind of cryptic about maybe some more moves coming on the way, right? So I wouldn't be surprised if they are able to move something, right? It's one thing to say, hey, we're going to trade a number 17 pick. All right, you don't know what you got. It's another thing to trade a legit name that is attached with that 17th pick. So the Lakers are in a case where the money-wise of the teams that are making moves right now, they're trying to get under, right? They're trying to figure out what they're going to do. Like Phoenix, that, That's basically the that, Jordan Poole-Chris Paul deal. That's they exactly, got off of the money. Jordan Poole contract. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And Chris Paul, his numbers, um, who is it? Uh, John Hollinger in The Athletic actually had something good about this, about how the contracts that are being moved – it's because they're movable contracts. It has nothing to do with the players. It's more of who they are. And Chris Paul, I think he's going to have $30 million coming up. And if you're Golden State, you could still move him again because it's a contract that can be moved. Some other guys— It's the final year of his contract, yeah. yep. Mm-hmm. And, and so the, if you're the Lakers, you're stuck in a situation where, yeah, you want to do something, but is there really a blockbuster thing out there for you to go and get? Now, tell me there's a Fred Van Fleet involved? Then, yeah, let's go. But is it, if you're going to get me a name just to get me a name, hmm. I don't know about that. So, so this this is why I I think there were a lot of Laker fans that are okay with what they did yesterday, and this is why I yeah. give Palenka the benefit of the doubt. This this is exactly why. Beto, remember when they traded for Russell Westbrook? And in the beginning, there's a lot of hype. There, in the beginning, it's like, wow, watch out! Look, there's a big three. It's Anthony Davis, LeBron. It's uh-huh. Russell Westbrook. It didn't take very long. Let's say you weren't three. one of those. Um, I, I definitely. Were- 
I, I definitely didn't think it was going to be that bad. <laughs> okay. Right? Like, I, I, I actually, I was excited about the trade. I thought Russell Westbrook's going to come in and he's going to take a lot of pressure off LeBron James. Uh, let's just say it didn't work out and everybody knew within three months that this ain't going to work. Think about the pressure that was on Palenka at that time to go make a move. Palenka didn't make a move. And the season ended, he still didn't make a move. Yeah. And the next season started, and he still didn't make a move. And he waited all the way to the trade deadline back in February. I think February 9th was the trade deadline. And he finally made a move that he thought made sense for the Lakers. And then they end up getting to the Western Conference Finals. So the the even if I'm disappointed that the Lakers didn't make a deal – that doesn't mean that that's not the right move for the Lakers, and that's where I give Palenka the benefit of the doubt in that front office. They've drafted really, really well over these last couple years, a little bit later in the draft. You could say Kyle Kuzma, you could say Josh Hart, or the way they developed Austin Reeves or Alex Caruso. Mm -hmm. They have a track record of doing really well, and it's not just Palenka, that's the entire scouting department, the whole front office there. They've got a track record of doing a good job from that perspective. Absolutely. That's why when they go and pick certain players, you give them the benefit of the doubt. Like, okay, some people had... Uh, Fino going earlier, some had him going later because he didn't quite know what to get, especially the guy who come from Indiana. So there were some people who thought he'd go higher than 17. Some had him lower than uh, the 20s. You know, it's an interesting value of what you get, but they like what they got for their fit because they need that guard who can come and do something like that, right? You know, a player like Maxwell Lewis, that's more of a gamble. You see him going to the G League and developing, a kid who needs to play more because at Pepperdine they were a bad team with Lorenzo Romar. But you're... Right. The Bus Brothers, Joey and Jesse, do a great job, along with their scouting department, finding those players for the value of what they have. We can sit here and say, they didn't do this, they didn't do that. Yeah, but let's give credit where credit is due, because their track record has shown they find these kind of players. Alex Caruso, right? We weren't, when they got drafted, I'm like, okay, cool. And then he goes to the Bulls, oh my God, we could have had him. Austin yep. Reed gets drafted, or actually undrafted, right? Yep. Yeah, Arkansas, Oklahoma kid. Okay, cool. They signed somebody to the summer league. Cool. And then now, oh, he better stay, right? You know, finding you players like him. that. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Well, Betsy, I'm, I'm going to go off of what you just said because I think what you said was the most important thing, that, okay, they didn't make a deal yesterday. That doesn't mean that they that another deal won't come down the road. It just could simply mean that yesterday there wasn't a deal to be had. Mm -hmm. And whether that is something that the Lakers look at come July 1st, or it's something that the Lakers look at before the season starts, or they have to wait till the trade deadline. That's the part that I have the most confidence with the Lakers. If, if there's one thing that, and I'm not telling you Palenka's perfect because he's not, and I think that's clear, but I don't mind the Rob saying, do you think there are teams out there yesterday and over this last week that are lining up to try to see, hey, is there a way that we can help the Los Angeles? Nobody wants to help the Lakers. <laughs> they just don't. And I, and, I, and, I, and by the way, I get it. They got 17 chips, and there's a lot of teams out there saying, yeah, I'd rather go deal with another team that doesn't have the success that the Lakers have. But the Palenka piece of it, I'm okay with saying, all right, well, if they didn't make a deal, then I have confidence that Rob Palenka just didn't think there was a good deal out there for the team. Mm-hmm. There's a reason he didn't make that move, right? Mm -hmm. Like, there's a reason you go and get these kind of guys. And July 1st is going to be very, very interesting on what goes on, who goes where, what gets approved. Um, you know, working with Sedano the last couple of days, you, you learn about these new contracts that are coming up, or, uh, or the new rules that are coming up for the league. 
I still don't understand what's going on. All I know is that if, you, if July 1st, there's going to be a bunch of different things, and those uh, people that are crunching the calculators, the people still use the calculator? Whatever, you know what I'm talking about. The people who are in the analytics department trying to figure out who can fit where, they're the ones going to be super busy, man. Emily's an expert in the new CBA. I mean, she basically, oh, yeah, totally. she knows the whole, <laughs> Beto, throw a question to her. She's got it. Go. Uh, um... Sure. Larry Kuhn, can we get him on? Now, that's a guy you want to have on. Yes. Oh, Larry. Larry's <laughs> the best. <laughs> that guy, he writes that guy does not miss. Well, he writes it pretty much. He gives a yeah. course on it in Summer League of how to become an executive in the NBA on CBA. Also, there's a guy that read the CBA and ended up going to the uh, Did you see this? Beto, did you see the story on this? Which guy? So there's a law student. He oh, that a, kid, yeah. Yeah, so he, he wormed his way into getting into the NBA draft, which is, I mean, it's kind of cool. I mean, obviously it's not you could do that. Anybody could do that. It's exactly. been going on for years. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of um, cool. Was it uh, Alex Horowitz, who, covers, who used to cover the Dodgers with me, he did that. All you have to do is put, submit the paperwork and you're in. Yeah, yeah. You want to go in next year? <laughs> sure. Why? Yeah. So well, explain do have to, to be, me. You know, I, can a woman get in? Why not? I don't know. Hear me roar. Let's go. <laughs> we'll see. We'll have to do it next year as a, as a yeah. bit for the show. I gotta. I'm 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 confused here. Why that's allowed? I don't understand. I'm I'm confused how somebody could just fill in some paperwork and they're at the draft. Well, I mean, not that hard. Do we know? Why but not? That's what I'm maybe maybe they'll get drafted and it'll be a crazy cool story. There was a kid know. when Kobe uh, entered the draft in 1996. There was mm-hmm. a kid who did the same thing. Beto, if we put out like if we submit. The Papa shot that there that's there in the studio, and let's say you and I just look. We 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 we're feeling good. Our stroke is wet. We're hitting jumper after jumper. Maybe that's the the film that we send in to try to get us involved in the uh, NBA. Oh, job. If you gotta I, send film, forget it. Well, I, th- I think that's the only way. <laughs> that law student, he sent film. Come on. And actually, that is he the only way film, you. But. That's the only way you don't get you don't get invited is they actually <laughs> yeah, they the see, film. You don't ever want to show them anything to make them say, no, no, no. Isn't that how the dating apps work? You never want to show your stuff. No, you definitely don't. You want to catfish okay. everybody. Um, yeah, that's a great way to beat somebody is just catfishing everybody. Yeah, it works. <laughs> Until you got to meet them. Until you end up on a radio show. <laughs> Until you end up on a radio show. Yeah. Okay, so we got, uh, we got Ask Beto, Ask Lee. So we've got some really, really good ones uh, so far. So... If you got anything, hit me up on Twitter. You Here it is, Beto. Lee. The guy in 1996, his name was Taj McDavid. Okay. He put his name in there with Kobe and Jermaine O'Neal. <laughs> he was from uh, Palmetto High School uh, in Florida. Okay. And he put his name in there, and uh, nobody caught him. How the hell does this happen? <laughs> I'm so confused how this actually happens. I guess there's a, a hole in the system, to put it yeah. that way. We got Ask Beto and Ashley coming up next. If you want to do it on the phone, 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! Splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, T-Raj is uh, out today. Beto Duran filling in. We're doing a little Ask Beto slash Ask Slee. Uh, Beto, I know you know how this works. I'm going to throw just uh, a couple random questions your way coming from our listeners and uh, you go any direction you want. You know, this is not going to be good, right? well. This is not going to be good. It's going to be great. No, because I'm running out of coffee and I'm already annoyed. So. <laughs> okay, I got this. I got this. <laughs> By the way, the break, we got some good coffee over there. Go am, I, uh, okay. am I going to be invited back after this? Of, of course. course. Okay, then course. I'm, I'm going to be so honest. Okay. Um, <laughs> Chrissy on the Travis and Sliwa community. Oh, they, right, they do not like me there, so I'm not even a member. No, you're fine. Yeah, you're fine. You're no. fine. Your son makes the NBA draft uh-huh. and is invited to the green room. Yep. What are you wearing, and what are you giving? What kind of fashion advice are you giving your son for this event? Uh, what am I wearing? Yep. <clears throat> um. All right. So, are you going? Uh, is it similar to the dude wearing all red? So I'm, I'm gonna start make with sure, it. Yep. So my son, he's got a little drip on him, right? He's cool. He's got some flow. Um, for his uh, he's got a couple velvet jackets. So I would say. Kid, wear velvet, look cool, look smooth, man. Be sharp, be dapper, because these pictures are going to last forever. You don't want to have Jalen Rose in that red pinstripe that's all baggy <laughs> or the LeBron with like the six-button suit. You want to go classy, you want to go tailored, looking smooth. Um, yeah. Bright colors, dark colors? No, 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 because this is going to – now, me, now, I would normally wear that, but believe it or not, if it was my kid's <laughs> moment – I'd be the dad that looked like an accountant, just a regular suit, just sitting ah. in the back. Because that the, because you the, want him to shine. Well, the thing is, I mean, Twitter is so vicious. You see some of the comments about the parents and the family, and it's like, ah, Oof. so the less about you and yeah, more about true. your kid and make him shine. And I probably, I kid you not, would probably be in the back and be like, look, let your agent handle that. I don't want to, I don't <laughs> want, because I, it let him have that moment. Are you right. also, do you also have a cooler with you from the car? Oh, no, 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 come all on. All the way to the draft. No cooler, cooler but there will be a flask. Of course. <laughs> all right, yes. this one's from Daniel Tapia. He says, and I'm going to ask both of you guys this question. So, worst friend to have on a guy's trip? The guy <laughs> who's always checking in with his girl, okay. or the guy who gets sloppy drunk and you have to babysit him? Oh, it's him. easy. Yeah, right? it's easy. Yeah, uh, Slee, you start, and then Beto next. I have, okay, so I was in... Um, mm. We'll, we'll go back to what I mentioned earlier. We're talking about college basketball. I went to the Final Four, right? San Diego State's there. How do I still have a friend that still does not how to control, know how to control his alcohol? I don't care. Listen, you got your girl. You want to get in touch with her. You want to spend a lot of time talking with her. You want to face up. All that. Cool. But if I actually have to sort of babysit a 40-year-old dude because he still doesn't know how much alcohol to take – that is by far worse to me than anything else. So I'm not trying to babysit. You're a terrible friend. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> right, give me your drunk. Give me your degenerate. Give me your crazy people <laughs> with a credit card, and I'm going to run up your tab. Those are my people. If you're a sloppy drunk, come hang out with me. The worst person is the dude who is constantly on his phone. I always say, be where your feet are at because – if you're checking in with your wife, your girlfriend, whatever it is, or your significant other, 
Dude, like that's just annoying. Um, Beto, I'm gonna start a text I chain. I don't I'm have gonna start any... a text chain. You're gonna now be this guy's friend, the oh, one that's getting. Uh, by the way, he will buy all the drinks. Let You're right just, about that. Let me just tell you this: anybody in my friend circle who is that guy, as far as the checking in, we don't hang out with him. We don't know him. Um, it's it's just hey, good if you if you can't leave for a weekend and not be checking in every five minutes then you shouldn't be leaving. Stay your ass home um, because you're going to be annoying. So, yeah, no need. I don't even have friends like that. And okay. you guys know who you are because you guys think we're friends. We're not because you tell me, we should go. And I always say, nope, I am very black and white. No, that I'm not going with you. Friends. All right, so this next one's from Christopher Holmes. Give me the drunks. <laughs> he says, you're at ESPN LA's uh, team building retreat in Vegas. So everyone's uh, nope. going to Vegas for a <laughs> retreat. Beto's in Mexico nope. City for that. I am <laughs> Let's live in an alternate universe. So who is the best person at the station to have adjoining rooms with, and who's the worst? And I'm going to also ask both of you guys that question. So Beto, you start. Best to have... Adjoining rooms. So not the same room, yeah, but next to each other. Uh, the and the worst. Best? This is a work function? So these are only well, people I, from ESPN LA, and it's a yeah. I got mine, uh, but we're not partying, mine. right? We're like no, doing you team- can party. It's a party. I, I think I think the best to have next to you is no question about it, Trav, and I'll tell you why. Lights out at nine thirty, brother. Oh you don't have God. to worry about. <laughs> That's what I was nothing- going to say. The worst. <laughs> well, you have nothing to worry about as far as noise or anything like that. Trav will be asleep. He'll be in bed by eight forty-five. Uh, shut eye by nine thirty. The only problem is he gets up, I think, so early. Yeah. So I think he's the best for that. Okay, what's the worst, Lee? I need quiet. I mean, if I oh okay, my God, stay away from me. Well, that, I, I was just <laughs> gonna say, I think Beto wouldn't go to bed till four a.m. But Beto, you're not even gonna be in your room the entire time. That's why I, exactly. So I think Beto is actually he's a good one too because he's not gonna be. Who's gonna be in their room? Will Mason be Back in the there pool. just continuing ordering room yeah, service and Mason's watching boring. movie after movie and everything else? Mason's a boring guy. That one, that one I, might be The wild. best, Cappy, hello, yeah, yeah. for my people. Uh, because, one, we're going to break all the rules. Like, oh, lights out of 10. Okay. All right. <laughs> you guys got to do this. Okay. Cappy and I are going to scheme to find ways to get out of events. Uh, the worst is Travis because you got to be quiet. Forget that. I don't want to be around him. That's why Travis be my favorite. Yeah, like, Travis, that's why you guys do a show 10 to 1. I, I don't... <laughs> I Travis don't have to worry right. about Trav. Travis is the worst. Oh, <laughs> keep, wow. keep it down. No, because you're talking about this event right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. yeah Yo, Travis would be the worst. Hey, too. guys, keep it down. Columbo's on. No, 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 no. <laughs> That's okay. Chris. I got, one, uh, I got one for you, Beto. Yes. You, I feel like if somebody came to Los Angeles and they only got one meal in L.A., where are you sending them and why? Do I like this person? You <laughs> You're trying to steer this person in the right direction, and you want them to have a really good L.A. food experience. Are they moving here, or they're just visiting? They're just visiting. Um, but I, but, but, but I, I'm looking for, I want something authentic, some, like uh, somebody that you can say, here's a taste of Los Angeles, California. I'm the worst person, man, because I don't go anywhere, and I can't afford the nice places. But I'm so not like, talking about nice places. I'm talking about places nah, that you Nah, because if you're say, from out of town, you want to do something nice, man. You can't send them somewhere suspect. Um, I mean, you got to go, if you're from out of town, you got to send them somewhere to Malibu. Uh, you got to go and get that whole ambiance thing. 
Malibu seafood isn't that expensive. You know, you can send them there, but <laughs> oh, must be nice. Well, Malibu uh, <laughs> seafood is—it's re- really not that expensive. Malibu Mal- seafood's awesome. Uh, yeah. Bento, that, it's I not would the say place somewhere... you're thinking. It's not the place you're well, thinking. Well, not Nobu or whatever that stuff is called. Yeah, oh, Nobu no. is very no, no, different. No, no. <laughs> Mal- Malibu seafood—you're basically wearing a tank top and some. Oh, I thought the yeah. I thought you were talking about seafood in Malibu. My no, bad. No, my no, bad. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I want to send them somewhere. I, see, I don't go to these foo food places, man. I don't well, go. That, you know if what? You I gotta wear like if you gotta wear a coat. I don't want to go there. Okay, let let me. I don't go above the. 10 freeway let me be let me be a little more specific they want authentic mexican food where where oh. would they go going along the 710 freeway we're going along the f- commerce east la where's all there's a whole little area right there you take them to that area and then they're gonna find there's gonna be spots left and yeah right. you're not sitting down there's a crate waiting for you but yeah so that was kind of my vision of it like if you I, want a table in a restaurant i can't help you but if you want it, somewhere to stay on cash only i got you yeah, I, I like the. I think most people, if they're coming to LA, they're getting one meal. They want to experience Mexican food in Los Angeles. They want the cart. They want sitting down or standing up on some type of yeah. uh, sitting on a bench or something like that and yeah. eating the food outside. I'm the worst one because I'm not a like restaurant guy. Like I don't like wearing polos. <laughs> give, give me a hoodie, shorts, and go, man. I'm terrible for that stuff. And I don't know, like all that foodie stuff that the LA Times puts out. I'm like, I'm never going to these places. Like all those spots, I. I no, like I want, I want to go somewhere where they give me a big chunk of food, yep. not these little tiny appetizers that charge me a hundred bucks. No, and I think LA is so well known for a lot of their street food that it's, I think that's as good of experience as any restaurant that you're going to get. Okay, Ashley is presented by Harris Resort SoCal. Get a funner state of mind with a grown-up getaway to Harris Resort SoCal. From dining to unwinding, you'll find fun around every corner. Learn more at HarrisSoCal.com. It's just uh, two hours away from downtown L.A. Okay, when we come back, by the way, we're going to sprinkle in. I know we got so many of these athletes, so we'll sprinkle them in as the show goes, and uh, we'll keep throwing out some of these questions to Beto as well. Dodgers and the Astros, they're playing later tonight. Uh, games, obviously, at Dodger Stadium. Both teams playing well. Astros 41-34. and 34. Dodgers 41-33. and 33. But this is much more than just a regular matchup. Do Dodger fans, how long are you going to hold that grudge over the Astros? We'll do that coming up next. Stay right here. Travis and Sliwa Show, 710 ESPN.